everyone. It's Rebecca. I'm back here at the Fitness Fanatic Mom virtual studio, and I am joined with Amanda. Amanda is with Blue Spruce Wellness, and I'm so excited to have you here today speaking to all of us. Why don't you introduce yourself and um, tell us about you and your business? Well, thank you first, Rebecca, for organizing this. I'm really excited to be a part of this, uh, and I look forward to seeing all the other interviews. Uh, anyway, so a little bit about me. So my background is kinesiology and nutrition. So I went to Laurier for kinesiology and physical education. Um, I wanted kind of a well-rounded education on uh, health. I didn't really feel at the time that um, nutrition alone felt like the right fit for me. But then I found about found out about uh, the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition, which takes a individual approach and a whole body approach. So it's looking at, you know, the individual, what's going on with you, getting to kind of the root of uh, your problems. And uh, I really like that approach to uh, nutrition and really putting food first and um, looking at the body, mind and spirit as well. Amazing. That's awesome. I love that as well. So what services do you offer? So I do offer one-on-one. Unfortunately, with COVID right now, it's just been virtually. Uh, hopefully, midsummer I'll be back to in-person coaching. Um, I also do group programs. One of the most popular ones I run is uh, a dinner program. So we kind of come together online. We all cook. We get to try new recipes, encourage each other, ask questions. Because sometimes when you try new recipes, you don't always know where to find all the ingredients in the grocery store. Um, and then I do corporate lunch and learns. And um, yeah, I think that's a majority of my services. <laughs> that's awesome. No, I love it. So why holistic nutrition? So it's it's really comes down to addressing the root of um, a concern, right? Um, we can throw different supplements and you know temporarily deal with um, the problem, but if you don't look at the root cause, like um, just off the top of my head, looking at like your gut bacteria and how that influences your mood. And um, proper digestion, making sure that, you know, not only are you eating healthy, are you actually absorbing those nutrients? Um, That's one of my favorite topics in holistic nutrition. For sure. Yeah. So we always talk about pregnancy and nutrition. That's always a big one. But let's talk specifically because we're here to talk about postpartum. Why is postpartum nutrition so important? Well, postpartum is really important because pregnancy, of course, puts a huge demand on our body. You know, you're growing a baby in your body and our nutrients are prioritized to the baby. Uh, So, you know, if you're low on calcium, your body will maybe even pull calcium out of your bones um, opposed to not giving the baby enough. So you can be really depleted and the demand on the body can be really high uh, throughout pregnancy. So postpartum, this is kind of your chance to, to recharge and um, prioritize your own nutrition for your, your health. Yeah, for sure. So diving deeper, what kind of nutrients specifically are depleted um, that we can address postpartum? Uh, One of the biggest ones is iron. When 
you give birth, there's a lot of blood loss. So you want to be cautious about anemia uh, after you've had your child. So including foods such as spinach, beef, lentils, pumpkin seeds is a really good idea. Uh, another nutrient I like to encourage my clients to um, get in their diet postpartum are foods high in B vitamins. B vitamins really help us manage our stress and our energy, which <laughs> postpartum can be very demanding on our energy and our stress levels. Uh, B vitamins are water soluble. So once they've moved through your system, they're not stored. So we need to constantly be eating um, foods high in B vitamins. Uh, foods high in B vitamins include whole grains, eggs, beets, and chickpeas. Uh, further, you know, pre-pregnancy, if you were depleted in any nutrients throughout pregnancy and postpartum, you're likely going to be depleted. So you might want to chat with your nutritionist or your dietitian to see what your diet might be lacking as well. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know like hormones are a big one as well too. So when we're talking about depletion and um, just things that might be off balance, um, what are some um, kind of things that we can talk about when it comes to the shift in our hormones and rebalancing those postpartum as well too? One of the biggest things you can do is make sure that you're getting enough fats. Fats are really, really important to the production of our hormones. And if we're not getting enough fats in our diet, our body can't necessarily make those up. Um, so getting enough essential fatty acids. So including foods such as nuts and seeds, uh, fish, avocado is all really important uh, when it comes to hormone balancing. Uh, another important um, nutrient to get in your diet is fiber. Fiber will help to pull out any excess hormones that are circulating. And it also helps with uh, constipation to make sure that you're eliminating uh, appropriately and getting rid of those toxins and excess hormones as well. For sure. hundred percent. And I mean, that is such a crucial thing postpartum when everything's out of whack, just making sure that you have enough fiber and um, can be consistent there is one less thing <laughs> yeah. to worry about, right? <laughs> so um, talk to me a little bit more about the link of healthy fats and postpartum depression. So a lot of research lately has been showing that there is a connection between making sure that you have enough essential fatty acids in your diet and uh, depression. Now, it is not the sole determining factor. Um, if you're experiencing uh, postpartum depression, make sure you're talking to the appropriate uh, healthcare practitioners to help you through that. But making sure that you have enough essential fatty acids to help with the neurotransmitters that help with um, prevention of depression is really important. Uh, another thing, since we're talking already about uh, postpartum depression, probiotics. I know that's a really trendy thing to hear about these days, but pro probiotics, sorry, stumbled there. Uh, probiotics help with the production of serotonin. Now, serotonin is our feel-good, happy hormone. So if we have uh, a good amount of serotonin, that's hopefully going to help support our mood as well. For sure. Yeah. So I want to dive a little bit deeper. How can nutrition help with your postpartum recovery? So making sure that, you know, you get the nutrients that we've been talking about, 
but for physical recovery, it's really important to get enough protein in your diet. Protein helps to um, rebuild our tissues and make sure that our body is strong. There are uh, essential amino acids that we can only get from our diet. Our body can't um, build those. So those amino acids is what makes up proteins. So we need to make sure that uh, we're able to get appropriate tissue repair and regeneration by eating some good whole food protein. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So that can be overwhelming for a lot of new mamas. What are some tips that you have to kind of simplify the nutrition process and just kind of like maneuvering through all of this, especially as a new mom or a mom with multiple kids as well too. And you're just trying to like feed yourself and feed all the kids, (laughs) but what are some tips that you can have for some of these mamas? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it can definitely be uh, very overwhelming as you're trying to adjust to your new lifestyle, whether it's your first child or your fifth child. Obviously, you're trying to recover. You're trying to prep for your family or yourself, your baby. It can be really overwhelming. So don't get caught up in the details. My motto is try and keep it simple and be kind to yourself. That's Those are things that you really need to uh, be thinking about because you're in an adjustment period. So don't try and be perfect. But my three major tips are make sure you're having balanced meals, variety, and probiotics. So to break that down, a balanced meal and snack, you're going to look at making sure that you get enough protein, fat, and fiber at each meal or snack. So even if you're just grabbing an apple, maybe try and grab a handful of almonds as well. So there's some fat, fiber, and protein. Uh, when you're sitting down to have dinner, it doesn't have to be too complicated. If, you're a, if your family's more of a meat and potato family, make sure you have you know, your protein. So if you're have some, having some chicken, um, some roasted potatoes, and some salad. So you, know, you have a well-balanced meal. Uh, next, variety. Now, variety doesn't mean making sure you're cooking something new every day of the week and eating all the snacks that are all completely different. No, it can be something as simple as, you know, if you're usually eating um, sweet potato, maybe you can change it up to have some red skin potatoes one night just because they're they contain different nutrients. Or, you know, if you're normally eating green peppers, maybe swap out one night for red pepper instead. You don't have to do a complete different meal if you know your family has their their favorite classics, of course. (laughs) Um, So you can keep it simple. I mean, if you wanted to add in a couple new foods or a different vegetable to your stir fry, that's great. But like I said, keep it simple. Uh, And then probiotic rich foods. So um, if you're not used to probiotic rich foods, make sure you take it slow and steady. Um, Some of the flavors aren't for everybody. Um, (laughs) They can be kind of tart. um, But foods such as a yogurt, uh, sauerkraut, kimchi, miso, kombucha, Some of those words, I'm sure, are a little bit foreign to you. (laughs) Um, You always want to look for refrigerated um, probiotic-rich foods. If you're finding sauerkraut on uh, the shelf, it's generally wine sauerkraut. It's not actually uh, fermented. But uh, 
if you want to know more about uh, probiotic rich foods, if you're really confused about it, be sure to, be sure to reach out to me. Um, but if that's a little bit too much for you and you feel that you're really not getting everything in your diet, you can always continue to take your prenatal vitamin. Just be sure if you're breastfeeding that um, on the label, it says that it's safe for breastfeeding, but most prenatal supplements are. You can take a, a fish oil and uh, a probiotic supplement too. Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. Kombucha is like one of my favorite <laughs> things. That's my treat because I don't drink pop, but if I want something alternate to water, I reach for kombucha because I, I don't feel guilty about drinking something like that. Right. Yeah. And there's so many fun flavors that you can find now. Uh, it's yeah. a very trendy thing. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And I want well, someday I'll make my own, but yeah, there's so many great ones out there for sure. Yeah. I haven't ventured into making my own uh, kombucha either. <laughs> there's so many great local options that I just haven't done that yet myself. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. One of my favorite things is meal prep. I find meal prep can be just a huge time saver for me and my family. Give me some tips and tricks on meal prepping though. Now I know there's probably some people cringing right now because <laughs> you either love meal prep or you can't stand the idea of meal prep. I don't know about you when you've dealt with your clients, but there's generally two types of people out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, my biggest tip for anybody, whether you enjoy it or not, is to batch cook. That doesn't mean, you know, sitting down and prepping all these meals all at once. It can be simple as if you're making something that has rice, double the rice, double your quinoa, and then you can freeze that or save it for um, the fridge for another meal. But that way I find like if you're cooking quinoa, that's sometimes the most time consuming part of your meal. It takes, you know, a half hour to cook that quinoa. But if you already have it cooked either in the fridge or freezer, you can easily pop that in with your stir fry and be done much quicker. Uh, you can always double any recipes that you're making, soups, stews, stir fries, uh, and you can freeze those in individual or family size portions as well. Uh, if you decide to freeze them, it's best to take it out and leave it in the fridge overnight. And then you can either heat it in the oven at 350. Generally, depending on what it is, it will be ready within 15, 20 minutes. And, um, or you can warm it up in the microwave, of course. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I'm a big batch cooker when it comes to chicken. I always get a big club pack or I do two packs of chicken and I cook all my chicken at once and I keep them in the fridge or freezer because it's just such a time saver to have cooked chicken on hand all the time and being able to throw that in. So I totally love that. Um, I tried a meal plan, but sometimes it's a little harder. What tips and tricks can you give us about meal planning specifically? I know when you sit down and you think, okay, what am I going to have this week? Sometimes you either draw a blank or, <laughs> you know, you think you want something new, but then the same will come to mind. So what I recommend is, is looking at your favorite grocery store flyer for the week. I mean, I don't know about you, Rebecca, but I absolutely love a good sale. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I always kind of flip through the flyer first to see what catches my eye, see if there's any new products or what is on sale that week. I kind of make a little list for myself. So like you said, if the club pack of chickens on sale, I'll probably write that down and specific vegetables, generally what's in season, which is great, uh, will be on sale and I'll kind of make a list. And then my best friend is either Google or Pinterest. Those couple ingredients I'll type in, 
you know, if broccoli's in season, I'll type in broccoli recipes and, or if I feel like a stir fry, I'll type in broccoli stir fry and just see what kind of comes up and then kind of go from there. Um, when meal planning, I really recommend don't be too ambitious <laughs> when planning. It seems, Oh, like this recipe looks so good. And that recipe looks so good. I want to try it all. But when it comes down to it, you want to make sure that you're comfortable with what you're cooking. So it's going to take more time for a new recipe to cook it, right? You know, your same old uh, stir fry, you can do that in your sleep with the same vegetables, right? It's really quick. But if you're trying something new, it's going to take you a little bit longer. You're going to need to reference your recipe and, and kind of go from there. So make sure that if you're adding in new recipes, don't try and uh, overdo it with too many. Keep it simple. Yeah, <laughs> My favorite sure. motto, keep it simple. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So when it comes to food, right? You know, that's just sometimes the easiest. Um, during this time of COVID, I'm feeling like there's so much disconnect. And there's a lot of disconnect when it comes to our families. And we're missing a lot of those big family meals. You know, we're not having um, those big gatherings. How can we, how can we still represent that? And how can we still have those moments with our extended family right now? Yeah, you're right. It is, it is really difficult. Um, Meal time is supposed to be a social time. We are supposed to sit down and enjoy and we absorb and digest so much better when we're focusing on our food and enjoying ourselves. Uh, One thing you can do is kind of like what we're doing right now. You can Zoom with your family. Um, And it doesn't just mean, you know, setting the computer up while you're eating. That's fun too. But you can prep together. Maybe grab the same recipe. You know, if you're both trying a new recipe together, you can go uh, grocery shopping, have the same ingredients and uh, prep it together on Zoom, which is kind of fun. Um, Or like I said, you can enjoy a family sit-down dinner over Zoom. I know we're kind of feeling that... uh, zoom fatigue sometimes (laughs) but uh something like meal prepping is a little bit different and uh casual you're not just sitting there trying to think about something to talk about which none of us are really doing much anymore so there's conversation that isn't uh too new sometimes prepping can be fun for sure. Not something that I've done with my sister. She's kind of my go-to and we share recipe ideas and tips and tricks when it comes to food. We're both, you know, with young kids who are picky eaters. So we will, we'll do that quite often, have little chats back and forth and, um, um, video back and forth about meals and while we're prepping meals and stuff. So it's a great way to connect mm-hmm. with those family members that we maybe can't see every day, but we can still enjoy food and enjoy conversation with them, which I think is so important. Yeah. yeah and, and maybe a family member knows a little bit more, more about cooking than you do. So right. <laughs> then can throw in some pointers and tips for you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Amanda, you are such a wealth of knowledge. I really appreciate you jumping on with us and chatting with us about nutrition and food. I know the mamas are going to have tons of questions for you. What is the best way to get in touch with you? How do we get a hold of you? Yes. So you can reach out to my website, www.bluespucewellness.ca. I'm currently revamping and rebranding a tiny bit. So things might be changing over the next couple of weeks, but it's always great to reach out to me there uh, or by email, amanda at bluespucewellness.ca. And I'm most active on uh, Instagram if you're looking for a social media platform. 
Awesome. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. And um, I look forward to hearing what all the mamas think about our conversation. And hopefully they love all your tips and tricks. I know I do. (laughs) And I always love what you post and talk about. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone.